Come along, everybody. The bend starts right now. Everybody, welcome to the Bend, the outdoor adventure show. We are going to share tales from the backcountry, humorous stories, some crazy hacks, and a whole bunch of other really cool stuff too. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, but you are all getting to know me as Beck. Camping, hiking, fishing, hunting. If it happens outdoors, we are going to share it right here with you on the Bend. A huge thank you to those who brought you today's show, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Wolf Auctioneers, Mickey's Mustard, Are you feeling hot and sassy? Downtown Threads, Ranch House Coffee, and Loeb's, that's L-O-E-B-S, Loeb's Lake Oahe Guide Service. Get a hold of me anytime at 305-900-BEND, that is 305-900-2363, or shoot me an email at bendradioshow at gmail.com. Riding shotgun, wingman, producer, and one more time, my co-host, Jeff Tigger, Earhart. I have a question for you. You say riding shotgun, yeah? That's what you've said every time. Oh, what would you call it? So here's my question for you. Do you know why they say riding shotgun? Do you know why that is? Oh, actually, no, I don't. Okay, goes back to the to the days of the Wild West when they had uh, the stagecoaches and there was... Usually the person that was on the right, the person that was driving the coach was on the left because that's where the big handbrake was. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Is this, are you thinking? John Wayne movies Westerns, or anything else yes. that has a bank robber in yeah. it? <laughs> right. Well, not necessarily a bank robber, but the person on the right that was sitting next to the driver was the person that had a, at that time they didn't call it a shotgun, they called it a scatter gun. Really? Have you ever heard that term, scatter gun? Well, yes, but I thought it was somebody that didn't know what a shotgun was. No, they called it a scattergun because of the way that that the the projectile, see, I'm trying to be fancy with it, was the little pellets. It was called a scattergun at the time, not a shotgun. So then eventually when they changed it to shotgun, you were riding shotgun, not riding scattergun. Savvy? You with me? How about that? You didn't even know I could pull that out of nowhere, did you? Well, you knew I could. All right, well, you yes, you pulled that out of I don't know where, but I'm impressed. I'll put so it that way. So here's what we'll do is next week maybe you can introduce and you can say riding scattergun because, sorry, I'm totally dominating your show here, but because, <laughs> because so I have heard some people refer to their shotguns, especially if it's an old single shot or maybe if it's an old side-by-side, which are so cool, they've I've heard people refer to them still as a scattergun. Boom. There you, you, go. you do realize I'm probably going to Google this after we're done Please. just to make sure your, your your facts are straight. Here's if my facts aren't straight, send us an email. What's the email address? If we aren't, send us an email. Yes, do that. Bendradioshow at gmail.com. That's all one word. Bendradioshow at gmail.com. What about Facebook? I know there's a lot of Facebook messengers or there's people out there. Yes, and do that. Follow me at the Ben Show on Facebook and Instagram, and feel free to leave a comment, send me a PM, a DM, whatever those fancy words are. Get me a message, but leave a nice comment. Yeah. <laughs> but no, send. That I'm would gonna be appreciate. Yeah, it. send us an email if about this whole. I just think it's very interesting. I'm sorry. I'm well, and don't so just send me a message about that either. I know all across the country, for the most part, 
hunting seasons are open. So mm-hmm. if you guys out there have some great pictures of maybe your trophies you shot or not a trophy or just family memories or any kind of Very hunting cool. related or even a, a fall hike picture, send them to me. I would actually love to see them. And I think we'll do a contest with it. And I bet I can, uh, ra- I bet I can round oh. up a little bit of ranch house coffee, maybe some Mickey's mustard oh. and make a little package here. But yes, now you've got my wheels a turning Tigger. These guys are going to get some stuff if they send me these images. So send me your pictures. Okay. I want to see them. Give the, uh, or, or let me, I've got it here in front of me. Bend radio show. All one word, bed and radio show at gmail.com. Or they can send the pictures via Facebook and other social. I get so socially confused. At the Bend Radio, at the Bend Show, right? The Bend Show. You've got it. I got this all figured out. I can't wait to hear from and see what you guys all have been doing out there. Very cool. Okay, so now that we've covered all kinds of things, what is going on today? What are we talking about? Well, I'm going to say I know what we're talking about because I... I'm going to duck out here shortly because... Go ahead. Well, because you've got me in the kitchen. You've got me... Do you hear that? I got the man in the kitchen. Yeah, we're going to be... You tell him what you got me wrapped and rounded up into doing. Well, he was grumbling a little bit about still eating his leftover turkey now a day or so after Thanksgiving, which, by the way, I hope you had a great holiday, Tigger, as well as everybody else out there. Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. But he was grumbling a little bit about that, and I said, you know, it's been nice out. Why don't you dig out that Dutch oven and uh, get a little cooking going on? It's not too cold yet. So he's going to surprise us with a Dutch oven recipe to use that turkey that may be left over from the Thanksgiving meal we just all enjoyed. All right, my producer, who's riding scattergun or shotgun, he walked out of the room. So I'm taking it. That's my cue. Up next, a favorite topic this time of year or any time of year in my book, food. I'm refilling my coffee cup with some more of that great ranch house coffee. See how I did that, everyone? Stick around. We'll be right back with more of The Bend. Whether it is that dream rifle or one for the collection, Wolf Auctioneers has become my go-to for all firearm and collectible auctions. Wolf Auctioneers offers convenient online bidding and shipping across the United States to your favorite FFL dealer. Check out Wolf. That's W-O-L-F-F. Double F, wolfauctioneers.com, and follow them on Facebook. Wolf Auctioneers, I'm sold. Hey guys and gals, this is John Armand with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV travels the back roads to the backwaters in pursuit of the ultimate adventure in hunting and fishing. Join Team UOA every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. Catch Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV on YouTube, Amazon Prime, and make sure to follow Team UOA on Facebook and Instagram to share in the ultimate outdoor adventure. Welcome back, everyone. Our next guest, I have to say, he has me hooked. See how I did that, everyone? An outdoor show? I am hooked on his family recipe. He has found his passion and joy in being creative in the kitchen on the backyard grill, or around a fire creating his own food masterpieces for family and friends. Everyone, I would like you to meet Sean McCoy. 
co-creator and owner of Mickey's Mustard. We've heard from Sean over the last month as one of our partners. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to The Bend. Real quick, tell us about Mickey's Mustard and why I ate the whole jar in about two sittings. I guess it's just a, a touch of sweetness that we like to add to the mustard. Uh, it uh, started as a, just as a fix us problem. Uh, we'd solved it. My my father was obsessed with banana peppers uh, back in Ohio uh, when I was growing up as a kid. And uh, back in 1980, it, I mean, it got to be a major obsession. And we had banana peppers coming out of our ears. And so out of necessity, mom started making this mustard. Like I said, that was back in 1980. So we just played around with it. I mean, it was basically just something that was made every year and we'd hand out to the friends and family for Christmas presents and things like that. Back in 2005, I was kind of hanging out with some friends uh, at a little horse gathering at my parents and, and uh, one of the ladies there said, you ought to sell this stuff. And I, I was living in Texas at the time. And so we we started uh, making it. And in uh, 2006, my, my mother and I kind of went into business and started making this mustard. And uh, we've been doing it ever since. And this year with the uh, basically the farm to table and the buy local, shop local stuff here in Texas, it, it, it's kind of taken off a little bit more and gotten us out, out and about more across the state and uh it's it's really been been working out so what it sounds like is you took a family secret truly and decided to share it with everybody off air you were telling me a story about family traditions kind of seem to go in your family and you were telling me with holidays coming about there was a holiday tradition you used to have as a kid that involved bringing some different kinds of dishes maybe to share Absolutely. I want to say back when I was in, in junior high, we started, my, my father and I would go out and on Thanksgiving and Christmas, we'd normally go hunting. It was just one of them things we did to go, uh, you know, mainly rabbit hunting. And uh, my dad, we had beagles and we'd go out and, and hunt. So we got this wild idea one year, somebody had given him some, some antelope or something that had come back from a hunt. So we had that at Thanksgiving. Well, we decided that every year at Thanksgiving, family would bring something different some kind of wild game so i mean it got into raccoon bear antelope elk deer obviously groundhog squirrel it was just something different and and you know we we'd fix something up and bring it bring it to thanksgiving or christmas and it was uh, just a unique thing that carried on for several years until i moved down here to texas so with your creativity over the years have you found some ways to mix things up from, say, like a plain Jane meal at home? We all cook with venison or catfish. I know I raise cattle, so we eat a lot of beef in our house, pheasant, quail. Have you been able to spice some of that up? Absolutely. Kind of one of them trial and error things, but we've you start with a simple thing, especially with, with the holidays coming up like deviled eggs. Just this year, uh, I mean, deviled eggs with Mickey's mustard right now to me is one of the my favorite ways of eating a mustard but i had a guy tell me he said you ever smoke your eggs i said really I that said, sounds different how do you do that and he told me and, and basically it's just you know when your eggs get done boiling put them on the smoker for a half hour then go into your 
your cutting process and mixing up of the yolks and everything like that. And it just, it totally takes a, just a regular deviled egg to another level. And then of course the Mickey's takes it to another level too, but the smoked deviled egg is, is crazy. Cooking as it sounds like is kind of a family with your, your parents. Have you found fun experimenting at home or maybe out on the trail with, you know, maybe surprising the missus or a, or a girlfriend or maybe your daughter or your absolutely. son? Well, absolutely. Show a, a different way of doing things or, you know, just taking, you know, simple venison and maybe some honey and the mustard and mixing it together and, and give it like a honey mustard glaze while you're cooking it. And uh, I like using a bunch of different spices or, or rubs. What is with, your go-to rub? I have two. If I'm doing beef... I, I I do a lot of just a basic salt, pepper, and, and garlic uh, powder. My other rub is a uh, a guy down in Hamilton, Texas, calls has this stuff called uh, bite my butt rub. It goes on your pork butts, and I I like using it on chicken too. But bite my butt pork rub is uh, is one of my favorites that I put on ribs and and uh, pork butt a lot. That's a funny one. If nothing else, that's a sounds like a fun one to get somebody for their Christmas stocking, regardless. <laughs> Have you found that cooking kind of brings everybody together? They can kind of leave their woes at the door and at least gets everyone into that fun spirit. I know in my family, sitting around the table is just one of those enjoyable moments. With all the food and food prep and fun stuff, have you found that you are able to maybe start creating new traditions within your own family or with your friends whether it's outdoors or in the house absolutely it's uh me i like to have fun when i'm preparing food you know it's it's a back and forth like just like tonight i was i was uh smoking meat and then searing it and coming back in and working with vegetables and and to me that's that's fun time so you know if i'm able to to pick on the kids and get them involved or, or, uh, you know, just mess around. That's to me, I, that's getting everybody ready for dinner and just kind of just enjoying each other's time and talking about the day or, or, you know, what's been going on in their lives over the last week or so. Or maybe just... finding that moment to unplug and put the, uh, mm -hmm. put the cell phones down, the technology down. Cause let's be real in these, you know, let's be real. In these unprecedented times we're in, we're all getting cooped up together. And I don't, it just happens. You end up kind of getting with each other. But uh, to me, it seems like food, no matter what day and age, it is one of those items, one of those things that can still bring everybody together. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's, and it's a great icebreaker sometimes too, you know, that's why you go out on a date and have dinner. It's, you know, you can have those casual conversations over dinner you can oh there you go guys step up to the plate there yeah. take some of that harvested game bring some of that venison or pheasant or quail or trout or something you've caught and get a little creative kind of go back it almost sounds kind of old school in a way absolutely take take the time to read a recipe for crying out loud it's not uh anymore it's not rocket science you can get on youtube or anything else and figure something out i mean even my my big old dumb butt can figure out how to work on a car every once in a while. You know, I can, I can watch somebody fix a, a, a pizza or something or make 
some dough and, and with all the tools that are out there, I, I highly suggest people, people take advantage of that and you can do it while you're sitting there watching an iPad or a tablet or on your computer, or, you know, even on your phone, it's, there's a lot of things that you can do just to make the extra effort and it, and it, it pays off in the long run, whether it's with a, a good meal or uh, just a great family experience or, you know, maybe meeting that, that special girl for the first time. It's, you know, you gotta, you gotta break it all out and bust it all down and, you know, give it your best shot. I couldn't agree more. There's nothing wrong with taking things slow again and just sitting down and having a real conversation with somebody, whether it's somebody new, somebody you've known forever, or just somebody you just maybe haven't seen in a while. Or you realize it's somebody you've been living with for a while. Maybe we've all had our nose stuck in a phone for too long. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You got to look up from the screen every once in a while and figure out what color somebody else's eyes are. Just, you know, they're, they're blue all the time if they're looking at the screen. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> somebody, somebody's got other color eyes. So, uh, yeah, step away from all that and, and just, you know, enjoy the, uh, enjoy the food, enjoy the, the camaraderie or friendship or, or, you know, just hanging out with your, your favorite person. Sean McCoy, thank you for sharing a couple tips and giving us a little food for thought on how cooking can put a spark back that might be missing from our lives. We will be making our final bend right after this. This is Sean McCoy with Mickey's Mustard. If you're like me, you love your condiments. So, are you feeling hot and sassy? Digging something sweet and zesty? Mickey's Mustard has it all. Mickey's is 100% all-natural mustard sauce made with banana peppers. And get this, it's fat-free to boot. Shop at Mickey's. That's M-I-C-K-E-Y-S. Mickey'sMustard.com. Ain't nothing like it, and it's straight from the heart of Texas. I love this stuff. I ate the whole bottle in like two days. To be known, you have to be seen. To be seen, you have to be noticed. Downtown Threads has us covered. They provide that upscale, stylish, noticeable custom embroidery design for premium clothing, apparel, and caps. They do it all for us. Downtown Threads Oklahoma has the graphic design team and knowledge to take your look to the next level and be seen. Call today, 580-237-7060, and follow on Facebook at Downtown Threads Oklahoma. Hashtag catch back if you can. Welcome back, everybody, to the final bend of this journey. I am out of the studio, so if you hear some extra noise, I came down to the kitchen where earlier in the show I had... Ooh, there we go. Yes, I am in the kitchen. I had earlier in the show uh, challenged Tigger because I know he enjoys Dutch oven cooking and I have quite a bit of turkey still left over. And I'll be honest, I'm getting a little tired of turkey sandwiches already. So I challenged him to come up with something with that Dutch oven and the turkey. So are you accepting this challenge? I have. I have accepted the challenge. And here's what I have is a Dutch oven turkey pot pie. Hold on. Turkey pot pie, not chicken pot pie. I've oh. never heard or had anything like that. Okay. Very similar to a chicken pot pie, except obviously I'm just substituting turkey with the chicken and maybe seasoned just a little bit different that it doesn't have as much of a chickeny. Is that, is that the right word? A chickeny, if that's a word, right? Taste to it. Oh, okay. Now you've got me excited. All righty. Well, this is 
quite a large uh, pot or sorry, Dutch oven Dutch and oven. sitting here in front of us. So how do we go about this? Or should we even, by the way, do we have to be careful with Dutch ovens? Should we be afraid of them? Are they pretty easy to use? Could anybody use them? Even me? Because yes. I, I never touch them. Yes. And anybody can use a Dutch oven. And, and we encourage, well, and there's all these channels out there. There's all kinds of wonderful information where, that people can get about a Dutch oven. Everybody says the same thing. Don't be scared. Just go get one and try it. It's a lot of fun. And part of the fun, <clears throat> excuse me, is obviously eating the fantastic food that you're making in the Dutch ovens. But it's the camaraderie of bringing everybody together around the campfire and enjoying just being together. And that's what food does. It brings people together. You kind of forget about your troubles. I think all of us need that in today's day. Well, and I think guys or gals, from what you're saying, Tiggers, don't be afraid. No. Just dig in and get this, yeah. this Dutch yeah. oven out. Yeah, if nothing else, um, gosh, if they want to get a hold of me, they can or you know, get a hold of me through your email and I can help people out. But there's all kinds of awesome information all over the internet and Facebook groups and people I'm personal friends with that are fantastic cooks way better than me. But let me get to your recipe because I get the ball rolling. You were pointing going here, Tigger, talk about this. So uh, here's what I've done, crew, is I've, I've warmed up the bottom of my, uh, my Dutch oven. Okay. And we are kind of in our experimental uh, uh, kitchen right here in our little experimental fire pit, warmed up the bottom of the Dutch oven, put some olive oil in there, throw the cold Turkey in, White meat, dark meat, both. It doesn't matter. Whatever you want to do there. And here's where the fun begins. You can be as simple as grab a a can or two of vegetables or a frozen bag of vegetables. You can dump them in. Personally, I like to chop up my own onions. I like my own, you know, fresh peas. I like fresh veggies. That's just me. Um, I don't. I try to stay away from the processed food as much as we can. And the biggest thing is you season this the way that you would like it. So normally. In a chicken pot pie, I would use two cans of cream of chicken soup to start making uh, the, the stew, okay? But in this case, I'm going to use a can of cream of chicken and a can of cream of mushroom. Oh, that's a nice mixer-upper. And those are actually both soups that I think I know myself and almost everybody I know tends to have in their pantry. So well, that's you can an- go get them. They're about a dollar a piece somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure we could, uh, we could find them. And, you know, some people will add poultry seasoning, a bouillon cube to it. You can do that. Um, I chose not to in this recipe because we're gearing this more towards turkey. Now, here's where the fun begins when I say uh, the whole pot pie experience, and that is the key to when you're getting your groceries, get some crescent rolls, okay? Oh, that sounds like an easy hack right there. Crescent rolls. You mix all of this stuff together. Not the crescent rolls yet, okay? You mix your vegetables and your soups and your and your turkey, and you mix that all together, and you bring and you heat it up, and br- barely bring that to a boil, okay? Remove the heat from the bottom of the Dutch oven, and now this is where the oven starts to take over. We, when you have your whole stew mixture is warm, we put our crescent rolls on top. We spread them apart. Put the cover on your Dutch oven, and now this is where I add the embers or the briquettes or the heat is what I'm saying, on the top of the Dutch oven, literally dump them on top of the Dutch oven, and you'll cook for about 20, 30 minutes, golden brown, and boom, turkey pot pie is born. Wow. I feel like we just came up with a recipe, too, that is great with the kids, because I could see the kids having fun watching dad or mom put the embers on top going, this is kind of weird to see this happening. That's And that's why I say this is part of the fun. It's the camaraderie. As much fun as it is eating the food, it's actually just as much fun 
because you're bringing everybody together and you're watching somebody prepare the food. Now, let's just be honest. It's kind of fun to watch. Somebody's got this big cast iron here. Let me open Let me open that up. See? Doesn't that, doesn't that look good? Oh, my. That looks delicious. The smell is unbelievable. And, uh, and the crescent rolls are slowly rising up just like they would in an actual oven. That's what's so crazy about this. Here's the trick, though, is I showed you that, but everybody else... Um, you are going to want to leave that cover on as long as you can to keep that heat, kind of like your ovens. It's an oven. Keep that heat in there and wait about 20 minutes. Then take the cover so off. You're saying patience? Patience. Like everything in life, have patience. patience? Absolutely. And I guarantee, and here's what we can do. If people want more information, send them an email. I will be more than happy to share this recipe with everybody and some variations. That- well, and you know, I'll be honest, I will post this on Facebook as well, everybody. So the recipe will be out there and as also... Hit me up at an email with bendradioshow at gmail.com. Follow me on Facebook at The Ben Show, and I will share this. And we will, you know, and if you have any other uh, recipes you might want from Tigger, I, I know how to get a hold of them where I can hit them up maybe for another idea of our leftovers to use. Yeah, I'll help. Everyone, this was a lot of fun and a first for both myself and Tigger. And I'm going to encourage all of you again if you have a recipe or a family secret, maybe you don't mind sharing, send it my way. You can email me, bendradioshow at gmail.com. And while you're sending those, don't forget, I mentioned in the beginning of the show, I was having a contest. If you have any fall pictures you'd like to send us, it can include your game or your kids, something involves the outdoors, send them my way. You can send them again to that email address, bendradioshow at gmail.com. Or you can send them to me over Facebook and follow me at the Bend Show. A huge thank you to everyone who sat in the blind with me, my producer, Jeff Tigger Earhart, and our guest, Sean McCoy, our partners, Wolf Auctioneers, Ranch House Coffee, Mickey's Mustard, Downtown Threads, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV, and Loeb's Lake Oahe Guide Service. And finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners. Keep up with me, Beck, all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner, and remember to catch Beck if you can next week on The Bend. Before I turn you all loose, let me tell you about Loeb's Lake Oahe Fishing Guide Service. I know that was a mouthful. Let me say it one more time. Loeb's Lake Oahe Fishing Guide Service. The bite is on in South Dakota. Check out Loeb's Lake Oahe Fishing Guide Service on Facebook for year-round guiding and tips on extreme walleye fishing. Updates every week on what you need to know to land those keepers. That's Loeb's Lake Oahe Fishing Guide Service. I always have a great time when I'm there.